0: Welcome to another episode of The Intersection, coming to you from Georgia Tech's Scheller College of Business. Our guest today is Scheller alumni, Anik Khan. Anik, how are you today? I'm doing pretty well, thanks for having me, Alex. It's my pleasure. Um, Why don't we start with a simple introduction? I'm sure folks would like to know who it is we're speaking with today. Tell us what you do professionally and how you got to be on a show like this one.
1: I'm Anik Khan. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Max Rewards. We are a digital wallet app that helps you manage your credit cards and maximize your rewards.
0: And so you're the, you're the co-founder of this business, is that correct? Yes, yeah. And so where did you get this idea? How did this business come to be?
1: Yeah, so I used to work uh, at Accenture as a consultant, and uh, on my first project, my manager told me to get different credit cards. So at the time, I only had one card, didn't really know much about it, and so I looked it up and kind of realized how lucrative it could be. And so over the next four years, earned about $16,000 in rewards. And kind of made these two, I would say big discoveries. The, the first one is there's a lot more people like me. A lot of rewards related websites get millions of monthly visitors. And the second thing is, you know, I grew up with pretty humble means. And so we rarely ever went on, on family vacations, uh, but my parents had phenomenal credit scores. Kind of looking back and it's like, well, Had they known about this, we could have gone on a vacation every single year. And so 70% of Americans have credit cards. And so if everyone was able to really do this, then it would actually create a lot of new memories for people, more than just help them save money. And so the biggest challenge I saw is that it's just too much effort. It's too much work to kind of do this. And so if there was an app that made this really, really easy for everyone, this could benefit the people who are already doing it and make it accessible for everyone else as well.
0: I'm so excited that we're going to have time to talk about your folks and, and growing up, and I think you moved to Atlanta at a young age, but, but before we get into the backstory, it's a very clever idea, obviously you have this excellent business based on it, So, but, but how do you get from a consultant at Accenture to a business owner, to, to starting your own idea and your own business?
1: yeah i mean it's it's something that i've always wanted to do it's something i was very active in at georgia tech about i took a lot of entrepreneurship classes participated in the business plan competition every year and so even in in consulting i was trying to look for ideas to come up with so i was in the life sciences strategy practice and so i thought probably do a a healthcare company because that's kind of what I knew best. And it just kind of happened that, you know, I was thinking a lot about this problem and and thinking about ways I could actually create something from the the frustrations that I was having. And so I took a lot of time off to just kind of work on it, built a prototype, got my co-founder interested in it. And I think when he got interested and he, you know, he was at the level where he, he wanted to even quit his job to kind of do this with me, I was like, wow, like, Maybe there's something here. I was also at a very critical time in, in my career where people typically transition. They're usually going to business school or they're thinking about going somewhere else. And so I actually got pushed by the MBA students when I did my interviews to just to start the company. They felt that if you had an idea that they should just kind of go do it. So the first year was a lot of kind of mishaps, but you know I think the foundations I learned through Georgia Tech Accenture and then the things I learned along the way kind of really helped us get to a position where we are now.
0: So I did the MBA I went through and one of the things that I really enjoyed was building relationships with the members of the community that were there and in many cases I felt like I had instant friendships and it sounds like you got good advice you know the sort of thing a mentor would say right like pursue your dream, follow your passion, like even just in the interview phase of talking to these other tech folks, these other MBA folks, they encourage you to do this really neat thing. So I'm so glad that even though you didn't do the full two years that I did, for example, you still had that really excellent, you know, connection with the people that were there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of my friends who have gone Uh, and gotten business degrees. And actually some who have gone to business school and have delayed graduating so that they can work on their company while they're technically in school and have access to the resources and mentorship and connections and everything else that you get with an MBA program.
0: But you did benefit from the community more, let's say, a more immersive experience in the undergraduate side, is that right? You studied economics and finance at Georgia Tech. Tell me about that experience and what that community was like as a full-time student there.
1: Yeah, yeah. So when I first applied to Georgia Tech, I thought I'd do computer science because that was something I was really good at. But I realized I knew really nothing about business. I really just needed to get better at that. So when I talked to different people, I was kind of deciding between economics and finance. And I think the people in economics did a better job in convincing me in the beginning. And then I also took some business classes on the side. And I was like, oh, this is pretty interesting too, but I think it gives a really good foundation. I think economics provides you a lot of different tool sets that apply through a lot of different fields. Uh, and it's a, it's a really good way of thinking and understanding the world. And the business education provides it just a, a great foundation for pretty much doing anything in business from you know, accounting, HR, finance, operations. I think it just gives you a solid foundation for everything. So both were really helpful. I think both of the, the communities were very supportive. The economics program is much, much smaller than the business program. And so pretty much knew everyone there, uh, which is like a handful of people. <laughs> the professors were very, very accessible. You know, they're still, you know, I'll, I'll still ask them questions and they'll answer to me pretty much the next day. I think the business school had a lot of great extracurricular opportunities, uh, great connections to the industry. And I'm still in touch with Georgia Tech through the ATDC program.
0: I'm deeply familiar with that. I know right where that building is. And you don't have to convince me about the uh, the benefits of an economics major. I happen to have a degree in that field also. So, Absolutely. great minds think like on that. But I have in my notes, because we're talking about um, the community and encouraging you to pursue this idea of, of starting a business in entrepreneurship. But I have in my notes, there's a company called Conic Web Solutions. And, yeah. and maybe that started even before undergrad. Is that right?
1: Yes, yeah, so I did this when I was 14. So I learned I learned to build kind of websites when I was really young, like maybe 11, 12 years old. And I, I think I just volunteered to do like the websites for uh, different things. Uh, one was my middle school. And the, the principal got a lot of uh, compliments from other principals in other counties. And I was like, well, you know, if I can do this for a school, I can probably like do this for a business and they'll probably pay me money. And so I, I created a website and uh, just started to try to figure out how you get, because I had no money at the time. Uh, and so I was trying to figure out how do you get, you know, clients if you cannot advertise. And so I ended up finding bidding, pro, uh, like websites where you can bid on projects and... The first, I think, project I got was for a photographer. I think the, the, the bid I put was 420 and it had nothing to do with weed at the time. Sure, just, sure, sure,
0: yes, 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 but right. perhaps signaled something, yeah, okay, Well. we'll right, we'll... I, I had no idea.
1: It was just like, it seemed like, it was actually a very good price, uh, given what the other bids were. Ended up getting that one. The next one was this accounting uh, website, and I think that one was $2,000. And so just it just kind of kept going up and up what i kind of realized is that i could charge a lot more as long as i did good work and, and no one most people didn't have no idea i was like 14 and 15 at the time and so you know i think with that i had, I had this vision of okay i'm gonna build this into a firm and i was never gonna get like a real job or just gonna just do my own thing but i really struggled to kind of expand it to more than just myself. That was one of the things I really wanted to learn how to do at tech is how do you build a company and not just a service?
0: I love it. We're I'm getting the story. So and, right, and I have to say, if you had told me that story, I'm thinking of the MBA folks you spoke to, you know, should I go to school? If you had told me this story, I also would have said, just go start the company. If you did it when you were 14 years old, just do that idea again. But yeah. this is wonderful. And so... But I think I said earlier. I think I heard you moved to Atlanta around that time. So had you just moved to that area, and this was your sort of way to, uh, you know, introduce yourself to the community? This was a new thing for you.
1: Well, a little bit, you know. So I, I, so I moved to Atlanta when I was in sixth grade, and then I started doing this well, right before I started high school. And it's kind of funny because everything I put "we," and I I'd tell people like, yeah, I run this like website company, and, and that's I'd send them this the link to it and they're like well who are all the people that work for you and i'm like what are you talking about It's like, Get everything here says we they're also go like, oh, it's just me the,
0: the royal we of my company yeah so where sense? were you before atlanta
1: so i was okay so i was born in bangladesh and then i moved to north carolina when i was four with my parents my dad literally won a lottery to come to the us so we did that and then we moved to new york a couple months later i all my elementary school years was in Queens, New York. And then we moved. My parents were like, you know, New York is very expensive and it's very hot. So why don't we pick someplace that's, oh, no, my bad, very cold. Why don't we pick someplace that's very hot and very cheap? And they picked Mississippi. So we... <laughs> A lot of people think it's Atlanta. No, 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 they they went more extreme there. That close, uh,
0: it was in the neighborhood Yeah,
1: yeah and then we, we came to Mississippi and it was just like, a, it was a shock. I was like, wow, there's like no people here. What city? We, what city in Mississippi? Madison, Mississippi. Okay. Yeah.
0: Not familiar, so, so that's a, a smaller town, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, and so we stayed there for about eight months. My parents were like, oh, I think we made a mistake here. Uh,
0: <laughs> and
1: then we moved to Atlanta.
0: So that says, I, I think that says so much about you, and I'm, I'm so excited to hear your reaction too, but it sounds like your parents took some really big risks and really, you know, were motivated to create a good life for themselves and for you. And so it seems like maybe that was passed down where you saw multiple opportunities in your career to, you know, even at 14 years old, to do something maybe risky or you weren't sure how it would turn out. You know, maybe a little bit different moving from Bangladesh to North Carolina versus starting yeah. a website company. But it, it sounds like you're, you're from a family that takes advantage of opportunities to improve in other lives. And I wonder if you feel that way as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you, you kind of hear this often with, uh, you know, yeah, immigrant parents where. They're, they make a lot of sacrifices for their kids. I know when we were in New York, my mom used to take the, the subway to drop me to school and then she would walk back to save money. And so it, it just kind of felt like, you know, if I didn't do something really productive with my life that it was just kind of wasting the sacrifices that they had made. When
0: did Georgia Tech get on your radar? Obviously you were in Atlanta. Did that seem like an obvious next step or where, where did that come into play?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, so one of the reasons we moved to, to Georgia was because of Georgia Tech. My, my parents were like, we want to go to a state that has a, a great university. Not to say anything bad about Mississippi. Uh, Georgia Tech is definitely, you know, one of one of the top schools. And so we wanted, I think, being in-state and kind of having an, an easier access to kind of get in there as well as, as a, you know, the financial support of being in-state was, was, was a big decision for us to come here.
0: So, You know, it's sometimes a little bit of pressure. The family moves to Atlanta to get access to this great institution. It it better work out. Um, Of course it did. And then was Accenture right after that?
1: Mm -hmm. It was right after that. I did, um, so I was thinking, I guess all through until my like senior year, I thought all I would do, I would just do a startup after uh, graduating. And then kind of in my senior year, I was like, that's probably not gonna happen because we, we were doing this business plan competition. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this competition really just to do a startup uh, later on. And in that process, you know, talking to customers, realized that, wow, like this would be very, very difficult to sell. Like the, the ideas that we had, and then ultimately what we needed to do to make it a real business was very, very different. And I kind of realized like I needed a lot more experience to build a business than what, what I had before.
0: And we can now laugh together because you say you needed a lot more experience, and yet Max Rewards was like one, two years after that time, or four years. So
1: it's it's, that's a a, a, a handful of
0: experience. Yeah. And so, do you? And looking back, do you think that the experience you gained over those four years was that quite informative when you set out to create Max Rewards? Did you learn quite a bit that helped you to sort of launch the idea?
1: Yeah, so I would say it it definitely helped me in a lot of different ways. However, it is, uh, I'd say the best experience for starting your own company is working at a startup. You know, working at a consulting company, you learn a lot of really good skills, but it's not necessarily directly transferable. So I think in certain aspects of it, figuring out hiring plans, figuring out financial models, bringing out market landscapes, a lot of the more traditional management consulting stuff that also applies to startups, those translate really well. But then figuring out user acquisition and actually doing it, managing kind of an engineering team, fundraising, those are very, very different. And you're really not gonna get much exposure to that in in a larger company.
0: And where do you go from here? So you're, you're a guest on a podcast, it must be going pretty well. You've gotten extra rewards, the company, it's succeeding. But this is a this is a challenging time as well in, in the global economic environment. So how are
1: you today? What do you yeah. think of the future? Where where do
0: we go from here?
1: Yeah, so it's actually so in the beginning, earlier in this year, the main disruption we it had, had was on our fundraising. And so we were planning on fundraising earlier this year, and that COVID really disrupted that. More so it because of the market, not necessarily on us. I think for us, it's actually made our business more viable because all the issuers, all the credit card issuers are kind of providing these temporary benefits. They're changing their products. Uh, They're doing a lot of things where it's confusing consumers and there's a lot more effort that consumers have to put onto it. And so for the demand for a product like this has kind of gone up very significantly. I've noticed that we've grown very significantly since the start of, of the pandemic. And so our main challenge now is really to continue to scale. Um, I think when you, in, in the early phases of, of a company, you know, you're just trying to get something out there and it's okay when things break, but then as you kind of get to, to more users and more people rely on your product, the scalability of it is, is very important and making sure that you can kind of get a ton more users and be able to deliver a really good experience. Fundraising is obviously uh, pretty important kind of going forward. But the main thing that we kind of see is, you know, we're not trying to create a, a company that's you know 10, 100 million. We wanna create a multi-billion dollar company in the next five to seven years. And the, the, the trajectory that we're going towards is really building a, I would say the equivalent of, of a Robin Hood for credit cards. You know, we're trying to make something that is done by a decent number of people. I'd say about 20, uh, 10 to 20 million people are probably doing this but the market size is much bigger. It's closer to 160, 170 million people. And so we think the reason why most of those people aren't doing it now is because it's so difficult. And so we're building the kind of the user experience that makes this accessible, the intelligence that helps them make better decisions, not only on figuring out the best card to use in any given place, but also how to make better decisions on their finances in general. And we're building the core technology that no one else has really done. Plaid. Uh, so in this space, uh, almost every fintech company is using Plaid or Yodly or another data aggregator to get the information for the information that we need that doesn't exist with them. And so we've built our own integrations with top issuers. And so we're basically building a better version of this core infrastructure technology that another company has built that got sold for you know $6 billion. And we're building it, with a much, much smaller scene, very kind of focused and also building the, the front and experience for that. So there's a lot of different technical challenges that we have to kind of deal with, but we kind of see this as a, as a many year journey and this is just every, every quarter we're focused on something different, but it's it's all kind of going towards a bigger picture.
0: Well, I'm biased because I've just enjoyed our conversation for as long as this has been, but I think it's great. I have, I'm sold. I think that's, I think you're, you've okay. got a bright future ahead. Um, and I'll have to ask a favor because you're an excellent salesperson. I think you have to be that to start a company and, and to grow and to bring yeah. you know customers and investors on board. But you know this is a Georgia Tech podcast and hopefully a Georgia Tech audience or at least a prospective Georgia Tech audience. So I think where you find yourself today, I would hope um, that you would think that you gained skills, enjoyed the experience, met people, that Georgia Tech certainly, true for me, helped you get to where you are today. So um, maybe maybe as a sign off you would endorse the Georgia Tech experience? Would you say that's true?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think uh, obviously, you know, the the classroom experience is wonderful. I think the extracurricular experiences is wonderful. That'd be one of the, the main things I'd recommend to people is make sure that you're kind of taking all of these different opportunities because this is a school that has so many different opportunities. And probably the biggest thing and I, and I think you experience it kind of more as you graduate is uh, is on the, the alumni network and the ability that you can go to pretty much any Georgia Tech grad and ask them a question and they're willing to help. I have a kind of story. I don't know if I, we have time to, for me to share please, this. Please, please. So we worked with a client, the CTO of a pharmaceutical company, and he did not like working with junior consultants. So if you weren't a partner, he wasn't... He didn't even acknowledge you. And he, and even in some meetings, he'd be like, I don't want that person in this meeting, get him out. And so that was the reputation that this guy had. And we were holding this workshop and we coordinated this workshop with, with his team. Obviously, they, they ran it. We were there kind of taking notes and kind of seeing how everything went. And then finally, uh, afterwards, I went up to him and I was like, hey, you know, I noticed that you're a Georgia Tech alumni. Uh, I also just recently graduated from Georgia Tech. know it's it's always really uh, i'm always like impressed by our you know alumni and our graduates and his tone completely changed Uh, he invited us to this you know private dinner with his executives and it was just you know it was a completely night and day difference and i think that was something i was like okay this being a part of the brand and, and the network is is very powerful and i think everyone should really use it and if there are georgia tech connections that you see that you just want to reach out to just reach out to them because almost certainly they're gonna they're gonna respond to you
0: in this case it got you a literal seat at the executive dinner table so what better endorsement than that
1: anik khan thank
0: you so much for the time
1: yeah absolutely thank you for having me